Welcome to the Co-Founders Show. I'm Delphine Coal, your host and the Co-Founders Coach. In this second season, I'm interviewing family members who run a business together and who agree to share with you their journey, insights, challenges, and learning of growing a business together. Allez, on y va! Let's dig into our next episode. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Co-Founders Show. So we are now well into the second season of the show. It's about family-run businesses this time, and I'm exploring how members of the same family grow their business together. Because let's face it, having a business is not easy. Family is complicated. So the two put together can be a recipe for disasters. Or not, because actually a lot of people do it. And today I'm really excited to have Annie and Rebecca on the show. Annie and Rebecca are sisters and they run a creative agency called I Am Female. And I came across Annie first actually on LinkedIn. So we've been following each other on LinkedIn. We never met today, the very first time we meet. And I've been really enjoying following your content, Annie, and I think your style really stands out. I've been myself working in the creative world. I used to work in marketing for Eurostar for many years. So I work with many designers, manage many creative agencies, and I know what it takes to stand out, do things differently. And I think you've done that really well. Your style is very bold. And you also speak a lot about female entrepreneurship, diversity, and all those themes are really close to my heart. So it's really nice to have you both today. And for the introduction, I'd like to do something a little bit different. So I've been asking you to actually introduce each other. Annie, would you like to go first and introduce Rebecca, please? Of course. Well, let me introduce to you the beating heart of I Am Female Design and Branding Agency, the sole individual that keeps this agency running behind the scenes, whilst I can continue to be our creative drama queen. So our incredible senior manager and my big sister, Rebecca Bree. Oh God, right, okay. <laughs> so I'm going to introduce Annie now. Well, as you say on the beating heart, well, Annie is, she is at the top. She is the creative director of I Am Female. And she is just the absolute, you know, big, well, she's my little sister, <laughs> but actually she's big in what she does for the company. So she is just amazing, really. I started it all up. And she runs the show and tells me what to do. You know? <laughs> yeah. She's a boss. She is our amazing leader, really. So tell me a little bit, how did it all start in terms of deciding to work together? It's obviously you started the business and then you got your sister in. I believe you also have your mom working with you. So what was the driver of getting the family involved in your big project? Well, I... So it was a bit by like coincidence of like situations at the time. So I'd launched the agency and it was just me. I had a design company before and I expanded into an agency and I really just needed some help behind the scenes, like to do all the invoicing and run everything while I could grow it. And at the time, Becky was looking for like a new job. And I did say to her, okay, 
I've got like a couple, I need like bits and pieces to him, but it's only like a few hours here and there. And Becky was like, okay, I'll take it on. But then it actually rolled into a lot more than that. So it really expanded quite quickly. And I did kind of say it as if it was a, like an easy job, but that wasn't necessarily how it turned out, was it, Meg? No, it was, it was quite funny, really, wasn't it? Because it all came for me at, like, a really good time. And I was like, God, and, and then, like, an hour would be, like, a two, two hours day, and then I'd do, like, a few more, and then I was like, oh, my God. We were, like, looking at contract, I was like, we'll get stuff. I was like, oh, we need some accounting software. And then it was, like, just learning. It was just went, like, from this to, like, that yeah. straight real quick which was great wasn't it Annie you know we were really doing a lot and then it just like I mean last year was mad it just exploded and it was like one wow. thing after another and it was really really good and we sort of like progressed really quickly getting new staff in and everything and, and it was yeah just couldn't believe it it's amazing so because I think I've seen Annie you started it two years ago so it's quite Recent. Yeah, it, it is recent. Where So, like I said, because I had a design company before, I basically expanded to the agency and just changed my company name to I Am Female and then just relaunched it with our mission. So I think our mission to create a platform where the worth of women in creative can be showcased was a dry, big driving force for this agency based on the quite traumatic at times experiences I had been a woman, a woman in the creative industry. I knew okay. that when I had, when I launched this agency, I wanted it to have purpose. I wanted it to be able to one, showcase how incredibly talented women are in the creative industry and why we should take up more leader roles, why we shouldn't be underpaid and underrepresented. But I also wanted it to empower the next generation of, of women coming into the agency. So when I started it, I knew I wanted to run empowerment workshops for our team. But like I said, I didn't realize that it would take off that quickly. And then our mum came on board last year because she, ret I love that. she retired. And then I was like, sorry, mum, you're too lazy now. You need to get back into work. And yeah, I was like, can you come on and support Becky with like the bookkeeping? Because uh, now Becky was taking on a lot more. There was a lot more uh, like, like jobs for Becky to do within her role. The actual just day to day of managing the accounts and managing the bookkeeping. Yeah. I did the same to my mum. I was like, only a couple of hours here and there, mum. I know you're retired now, but, you know, it's about time you started doing some stuff. Was she happy to join then? I think she was. I was like, mum will always be like, mock. Like, oh, you know, I could just be sitting around and enjoying myself, but secretly she enjoys it. I think she enjoys it secretly. Is it just the three of you then working for I Am Female, or do you have other employees? No, so we've got a team, a core team of five. So I'm the founder and creator director, and then uh, Becky's our studio manager. Then we have our lead designer, okay. Leone, and then we have a graphic designer, Roberta, and then uh, Marianne, she's our bookkeeper. And then we have like a community of freelancers. Yeah, because you also need the copywriting and the words, I guess, for the work you do, or you, do you just do visual identity? No, we're like a full service agency. So we do everything from brand to design direction and copy so we're able to come in at multiple stages of a project from concepts into like a rebrand a refresh help promote new products 
and all the way to direction of the product, direction of design, direction of brand strategy, and then the copy as well. In terms of the dynamic between like your working relationship, the three of you. So I know Annie, you're the, the founder and the creative director. When you work on the strategy, when you do your planning, when you look at, you know, trying to take a step back and have a look at the big picture, do you work together on this? Is that something you collaborate on? So for me, Becky had so much experience from like a vast history of work. Also, like she's extremely like well-read. If you want to go to someone for any information, that's Becky. She's like so intelligent in so many different areas. Also, if she doesn't know, she'll learn it. And then that'll also be like a new area of expertise. Like she has this skill of just absorbing information, keeping it, but she's incredibly level-headed. So I think when it comes to what are we meant to do with uh, like different business decisions, I always look to Becky for that because she's better in that area than me. <laughs> I think still now there's like big stuff that I... I would always ask Becky to like Becky's input. Like, like I said, as being my big sister, I've always I've always looked like up to Becky. So she is always there as like a second opinion. And even though I am like a sole founder, I I really need that extra input. And like I said, Becky has so much knowledge and so much experience that I think I I'm always just like, is this correct, Becky? Shall we do this? Oh, God, yeah, yeah, it's funny, isn't it? It's weird as well because, like, I always tried to dabble in little businesses on my own in, in lots of different other things, but it was, it's for me, it's so nice that actually, as a family connection now, I think that's what I was actually lacking in other employment areas where I've always given things my all, but then they're not really yours. And it's really good working like for you for your sister's company as such because <laughs> you always try your best but then when it is actually your family it means a bit more you know so that's really sort of satisfying I guess you know and you want it to be successful and so yeah and I think it is good because I can say to Annie exactly how it is and no one's really going to get offended because your sister's oh well you're my girl you might get offended, but at the end of the day, I think you're honest. You're honest. That's it, really. And, and yeah. you know, if honesty is a bit sharp, but no, at least you know where you stand and then you can work through. I think no. that's really important because there's no time wasted. Yeah. And the thing is, Becky yeah. will tell you exactly how it is. And that's exactly what you need. And I think in business, I don't want people to, like, pander to me. I don't want people to, like, slough stuff. I want them to go, that's a terrible idea. What the hell are you thinking? Or then just to go, yeah, let's do it. And you'll always, you'll always get that wrong, Becky, which is like really good. And there is no, you can't be offended because, you know, we've done worse to each other growing up as sisters. So I think that. That's the funny thing because I always think, God, there was a time, well, I wouldn't say we hated each other, no, but did. I know, like, how I many think, years difference do you have? It's five, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And it, so I'm like the second oldest and Annie's the youngest. And it's like, we've got a brother in between me and Annie and then we've got an older brother. So we grew up, we grew up in Ireland in like a really yeah. like remote area in Ireland. And once Becky hit me so hard with a whip that it broke. I, we've had it a pony 
And then basically I taught Annie, well, there's a lot of horse riding accidents between us because I'm obviously the horse rider and which is my predominant sort of career, but I taught Annie to ride and I used to try and teach everybody to ride, but I used to get frustrated with it. But this, the worst thing that I done that I don't think at the time mum really forgave me, when we moved here, mum had a pony actually, and I took um, Annie out with me on a hat and Jenkins, which is mum's pony, ran off with her. And he came, he, I was telling her, sit up. And I said, you know, and she turned him round back to me and he was just galloping flat out towards me. Those things, sit up. And he just stopped there and she fell off, got concussion. And she was doing. I got temporary amnesia. I was amnesia as well. And mum came up to the yard and she was just in a rotten and mum was in a state, wasn't she? Oh my God, I told you not to take her out of the horse. I was like, okay. And she's not, oh, she's. I love that because I think there is, as you say, a unique bond with um, brothers and sisters. I've got two brothers myself. I've got a sister. And it's true, you, you go through things in childhood and you do things to each other that you would never think of doing to anyone else. And to the, to the point, what you said, Annie, is please tell me things as it is. I'm in business. I don't want anyone basically to you know, to tell me only positive things. And I'll be honest, as a French living in the UK, it took me a few years to get used to the British way of giving feedback because it's extremely positive and people never want to hurt you. So sometimes to get a constructive feedback, you really need to go for it. And it took me years to understand that. So what you're saying is a positive thing between the two of you is you don't have this filter. You can literally say it as it is. And even if you may, I don't know, you may have an argument, you move on very quickly from that. It's a very different relationship than when you do that with friends or when you do that with, you know, colleagues. And the other thing I pick up on what you've said is a trust element. So in the first season of the show, I have interviewed well-established co-founders, people who met at university or through work. And there was a big theme around trust. And I think when it's family, the trust is already there. Yeah, like I'll be honest. I think that has been the most helpful part of Becky coming on at the agency because she deals with so much sensitive like material, so much sensitive parts of the agency. I can just give her stuff and know that one, Everything Becky does is like a hundred percent. Like you will never get 99% out of Becky. She will do everything perfectly. And like, I know that that's just how she works. So to, to be able to give us stuff that's like to do with the company finances or to do with anything that's, that's really important, I think was such a weight off my mind because then I could concentrate on doing what I needed to do creatively to grow the business and not even worry that she wouldn't even do it or I'd have to check stuff or I'd have to make sure it's been done. And I don't think we'd be where we are today if there was somebody else running that. Cause I, I just don't think we would have progressed as quick without having Becky there. That's why she's such like a key part of this agency. And yeah, without her, I don't think we'd be where we are now. Oh gosh. <laughs> Are you sure? Crying. After this, this is the only nice things we'll say to each other. So what happened when you disagree then? I don't think it's disagreement. So like, 
Annie is like a whirlwind. Yeah. A big old whirlwind that you can't really organise. So, and I'll tell you what I like because I am really organised. You know, it's just Annie. And I think for me, when I've worked with people in the past like that before, when you don't really know them and you just think, God, this person is so disorganised or something, you know, whereas it's almost like I've organised Annie's whirlwind and I know the the sort of paths and so things that I'm like, oh, Annie, let's get that and let's get this. And it's like, I know she's on it and, and I can just manage it. It is weird. I suppose it is weird that, you know, I say weird, but it is because you know each other on that level. I say you don't really get annoyed. I don't really get annoyed. And I don't think as adults, because from the company point of view as well, working together, like, it is Annie. Annie started it. She's obviously built everything up from all the years of her hard slogging, you know, on her own, doing all that. And although, you know, I've slogged in a different area, I've come in just to input Annie's company. But like Annie said, we trust each other enough. I like to sit in the background anyway, and I like to help people. So if I know that Annie's that's off her mind now and she can go and then that's the whole point she can go out there and get more business and stay positive and that's the biggest thing that's really nice in this agency is the energy and I always say to Annie like you want all that positive energy and you need to be surrounded by people with positivity as well so that and it's like we have our Monday morning meetings I always feel like really positive after that and it's great because I've worked for companies before and you think oh god you know it's the meeting again and you everybody sit there roll your eyes and you just think yeah 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 but it's not it I've never experienced sort of like working in a company that is you're proper uh, you know positive about stuff and, it, and everybody is enjoying their job and enjoying doing the work and enjoy and it's like the excitement and I suppose the fear at the same time. Yeah. But I think you need that fear. Every, I mean, loads of people in business talk about it. If it's fearful, then that you know you're doing the right thing, really, because you have to have that element to keep pushing you. And it tells you that you're on the right path anyway. Yeah. And it I is totally the, agree. Yeah. And it yeah, is the journey. Good. And that's the thing that I've learned a lot in hard ways in some of my other bits of my life. But the journey, there to where you go in that is it and I say to Annie you know um I mean gosh even you said like over the last year that the connections and everything that she's really working hard with everybody is all started to come to light you know and it does take a long time but Annie's consistent and that's the thing that's the key you just have to keep going and believe in yourself I agree because I don't think we've had any like disagreement like no because I think we're both in the same we're both trying to push it forward so actually we ask yes we ask for each other's opinion and I think professionally we respect each other's opinion and we know that each other is just after the same thing pushing us forward yeah so that's right there's not really you know we I especially always take on board what Becky says and it's about not being defensive or but I think that comes from being sisters. Again, that kind of eggshell walking isn't there. Yeah. We're not worried about offending each other or upsetting each other. We just come out and say yeah. it. So I think that actually we we more just like push each other forward. What I really like is when we get a, a co-founder or someone to work with, usually 
they start this adventure together because they know each other. Maybe they have a similar vision, but along the way, they discover that, you know, they have skills, different skills, but they may not always be that complementary. And then it takes time to figure out the gaps and, you know, what's missing and, and that can create tensions. But from, from what you're saying, the two of you, you are extremely complementary. So, Annie, obviously, you are the face of the business. You, you've got the creativity, looking for clients, doing the work, the creative work. And Rebecca, you're doing a lot of things in the background, a bit more behind the scenes. You just play on each other's strengths very naturally, which is amazing. So there's at no point there is that walking on each other's toes. You really play on each other's strengths and support each other that way because I completely understand what you're saying, Rebecca, with the energy. I work for myself and when you're alone, you have to do all the things and there's things which really drain your energy yeah. and then there's the things which really give you energy and you want yeah. to spend more time on those things. Yeah, um, absolutely, yeah. And I think, you know, going back to sort of when it all came together, I mean, really, Annie... It, it was amazing, really, that Annie helped me out because I'd worked in a very stressful job and selling health insurance for years, and I just had enough. And I had, like, six months off work, and I realised I was not going back. And I actually was literally on the verge of getting a job at Tesco, Li literally. Um, and the one thing that Annie does, and we've talked about this so many times, and Annie does, she promotes it. And what I love about the company, so we promote flexible working and obviously she empowers her girls and she does the course they she actually does that it's not just words oh we do this we look after our mental health it, it's actually she can actually tell you exactly what we do to do that to look after our staff because again so many companies and I've experienced it and they say they do this and they do that and it's there's nothing there there's nothing there they say this and they say yeah. that but you don't have any of it and when I came into it, it was just at the, the super right point. It's funny because my husband's a creative and I think I'm surrounded by all these really creative people. And I'm not, I'm just like really in the back. I like doing all this really organized. And then Annie is out there doing what she should do. Completely like amazing. Like, you know, and she's got, it's like what Annie's like a tyrant, you know, bright, real cool clothes. Like Annie will put some on and you think, how did you even make that look good? Like when we were young, didn't you? Annie would do the same thing. She'd just get some clothes. In fact, I'm sure I remember her getting some of mum's stuff and she'd just make it look really cool. You think, how did you do that? And I suppose it's from our dad's side. They, they say that we've got the madness. Yeah. The, the Irish madness. Annie's super got my dad's wit. She's really quick and funny. I haven't heard of that. And, but there's other things that... People say I'm mad doing with, you know, maybe adrenaline sports. But, you know, aside from that, it, it is so weird. But I think you're right. Uh, you don't realise when people do come into businesses together that maybe have met each other, you know, at college or whatever, university. But there's all those issues to get over. And I guess, you know, we've had, well, 40 now, 40 years of sorting out any issues that we had when we were younger, you know. Yeah, I think ultimately... Opposites attract, and what Annie doesn't have, mm -hmm. I have. I can do, and we literally are in those roles, which I think is why I love my work. It's super flexible. I have a purpose, 
Um, and obviously Annie's always been creative and she's doing what she wants to do now, always wanted to do, you know. And, and, I, um, I, think, and I think as well, like going back to like the environment, both, I think both me and Becky have worked in jobs where it's really impacted our mental health and our self-esteem. Like we just worked for like horrible people. So I think having the agencies like part of the ethos really building up that environment and also like my brain doesn't work in a normal environment like having ADHD I I have a different work day for how I work better so I don't actually do any work in the middle of the day I use that for like networking because I can only do deep focus work early morning or late at night and so I think because I'm aware that there's different levels of working I'm able to adapt to how everyone wants to work because I know how much impact that can have on you. And ultimately, you're then not going to do a good job. It's really interesting to see how that bond that you have, how it's been helping to first to develop complementary hold in the company and how you've been supporting each other. And you've been working together now for a while. Obviously, you've known each other forever but you've been working together for a couple of years. Have you discovered or learned anything about each other through that working experience that you didn't know before? Well, I don't think so. I think, like, I think everything's reaffirmed. I think you're right. I think I haven't learned anything new, but I think there's things that I've seen in Annie. It's like um, when you get up and talk, at things and I think god yeah you know I suppose you've really come into your own now you are this person we both changed a lot through our young 20s I mean I'm still in the 30s now but 20 and 30s change into the person that you are and I and that is life you do change well actually I think I realized when I hope Annie you won't mind me saying this obviously your relationship didn't work with my and when I really looked, I thought, wow, I can't actually believe, because you're so driven, that actually, and, and separates do go together, the opposites do attract, because me and my husband are completely different in some ways, but obviously there's elements that really complement each other. And I just remember thinking, gosh, yeah, like, Annie's so driven, and she wants to push really hard with the, the business, and it's like she didn't have that complete support that I suppose I'd look for in a partner, so building my business and I was like wow yeah that's like a big hole not to have behind you and I suppose that's the only thing I sort of really realizing because obviously Annie lives in London and I live up here in Northamptonshire so you don't see each other day to day you know I suppose you know you're constant in yourself and like Annie like I say I've really seen the person Annie wants to be who she is and, and pushed that kind of company you know and that's really you know, I can see Annie in the company, you know, everything we do, I can see Annie, you know. So, well, that's, yeah. that's, that's lovely. And it's true that we learn a lot about ourselves when we have a business. I mean, I think my personal development the last three years has been way more <laughs> than the last 46 <laughs> years. So I completely agree with that. So obviously you have a business together, but you have a family life. Did it have an impact on the way you interact as a family? I think it's actually brought us closer. Distance-wise, we don't live close. Like I'm in London and then Becky and my mother are in Northampton, but also Becky's been 
like a bit further than that. So, and we're not great. At, well, I think individually, me and Becky always speak to mum because otherwise she just gets upset if you don't speak to us. And, uh, but whereas me and Becky, we've never felt the need to constantly be in touch. But I think this has brought us together closer because we get to see each other all the time. So I think it's changed yeah. that dynamic. Yeah, and that is weird, isn't it? Because it's funny, like, even like, my husband says, like, oh, we never speak, would we? We want to speak, like, four. Oh, really? Honest to God, and this sounds so weird, because we wouldn't speak. And again, being different, now, it's weird because I noticed the five-year gap. Yeah, we do mediate three months, because you drink up yeah. go, what's that? Oh, I'm just doing this, you know, oh, right, okay. And it's, it's like that, wasn't it? And you know about me through Bob. Yeah. But we're not a family that needs to be in contact all the time. Yeah. Like we, we, I think we've got such a deep connection anyway that we don't need to always check in on each other. I just don't think we're that type of people. Yeah, I can relate to that. Like you, my mom, if I don't call for three days, she starts to get nervous. But a part of that, <laughs> we can spend weeks without talking to each other, but it doesn't mean that we're not close. Yeah, Ladies, we're coming to the end of this episode. It's really lovely to see how, you know, the bond of two sisters, even though you're very different, but seeing how you now support each other and build that thing together, working on each other's strengths is really cool. If you had to give one advice to any other co-founders, what would you say? I think the biggest thing, not just working with family, but I think being a, a leader of running a business, you need to have empathy. I think that's one of the biggest things that you need to have to be able to run a business effectively if you want to really be able to sort of push forward differently because you need to be able to, you know, empathize with everyone's different positions, everyone's different working styles and be able to listen. I think if you can't listen to like your co-founder or other people in your company, you're never going to be able to make the right decisions forward. And that's like effectively listen, not listen to respond but listen to listen and take that on board and emotional intelligence within yourself, self-awareness. Yeah. I think those are three key points that I think you need. If you want to succeed and grow, I always say that I'm a constant work in progress, mentally and physically, because with, I think if I always strive to be better and do better, however that may be, that always helps me drive forward, but being self-aware, being emotionally intelligent, understanding when feelings arise, allow them to come, also be intrigued at what that might mean. And um, especially when uncomfortable feelings are, are presenting based off, off what someone has said, there's a learning there for me. And there's a learning there that I need to overcome. And I think you need to have that. And I think those are probably my three, three top tips. I can tell, Annie, you've done a lot of work on yourself because to say that, I mean, as I'm a coach myself, so that's what I do with my clients. And I can only see, even in the interviews I've done before with co-founders and the research I've done before, a lot of people don't have this self-awareness or they don't have this understanding of how emotions can take over and direct our actions. So I can see that you said before you have yourself a coach and that you're always working on yourself to grow. So that's already an amazing advice, I would say. Becky, would you add anything? I would say, uh, I think regularly 
making sure that you're all going in the same direction. Your goals are aligning, you know, and you're all doing it for the same purposes. I think that is an important thing because if you're all got ideas going in the wrong direction and you're not focusing on where you've agreed this is where you all want to go and you're not putting the energies in all the right place I think to succeed you know you do have to put the energy into like the one thing and you all have to align your idea we have a clear vision that's the thing a vision and I think yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I think Becky, to be honest, you do that together. I think, you know, um, aligning, it sounds easy, but it's not that obvious for many people. I've worked with co-founders who thought they were aligned. And when I went to be deeper, I realized they were not aligned. They just had different interpretation of where they were going or they had different desires of what they wanted to do and they didn't communicate enough. So that sort of went off in different direction, obviously creating tension and it's not great for the business. So thank you both so much. It was really, really good to have you both on the show, hearing your stories, your backstories, how you've been growing. I am female and how you've been been able to really grow through that co- you know, collaboration and support. So thank you so much for being here. And I'm going to see everyone or speak to everyone again in a week's time. Thank you, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Co-Founders Show. If you're still here, I dare to think that you enjoyed the conversation. And if you did, I would be so grateful if you could give the podcast a five-star rating and leave it a positive review. You can also share it with other co-founders in your network who may learn from it. And if you have any questions or want to share your thoughts on what you've heard today, let's continue the conversation on LinkedIn, on my profile at Delphine Koal. A bientôt!